Welcome back to the LodgeCast. I am your host, Pastor Cody, and today I am joined by two special guests, two special guests that I had the privilege of spending last week with, so why don't you guys introduce yourselves? Uh, I'm Andrew Hosmer. I'm Nick Richardson. So these guys both go to Columbia Central High School, one of our local high schools, and um, I, I wanted to have you guys both on the podcast because we wanted to talk a little bit about communications camp, what that looks like. And, uh, but first, can we get to know you a little bit? Like, tell us like, what grade are you in? What sports are you in? What are, what are you guys into? Uh, yeah, sounds good. So my name is Nick Richardson and I'm 16 years old. I play basketball, football, baseball, the usual. There you go. Uh, I'm Andrew Hosmer. I'm also 16. I go to Columbia Central. Uh, I'm into every sport there is, uh, but I play basketball, baseball, and soccer. Awesome. Awesome. So like... Um, you guys have both been to Lodge before, uh, so we, obviously you guys know this, like what we love having all sorts of kids from all different walks of life. And, um, really one of the things that we love is that we, when we come to Lodge, we realize like everybody's really kind of got a lot in common. And I think that was one thing I walked away with from communications camp is, and I know you guys probably felt the same is that there really is not. We we have a lot in common. So, to, what 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 was something that you kind of walked away from communications camp? Like you, we were talking about it before, like you know, we're not all that different, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I think one of the biggest things I took away was that it was listening to other people's stories and stuff. It was so easy to make connections with people that like you've never even talked to before. So that was like a good thing. And I feel like I walked away from that place with like a lot of people that I knew were going to be there for me that I never knew that I had before. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with Nick. Uh, going into communication camp, I had I felt tough. I felt like I was this big, strong guy. Like listening to other people's stories would kind of be like, "Oh man, that's too bad." But uh, walking out of communications camp, uh, very impactful emotionally. Uh, I connected with people, even if I didn't have the same stories. I understood, and I it helped me. Yeah, yeah, and. I mean, I know, I know being there and witnessing it, there's, there's some heavy stuff that gets discussed, right? Yeah. Like there's some, and there's some really like very raw moments throughout the whole, the, really the whole week, um, where people are just sharing their story. They're sharing what's happened to them or what, what, you know, what they believe or, or how they feel about something. And I know, I know it's like, I know it's, t- it, it was, it's draining sometimes, right? They just yeah. feel like they get done and you're like, oh my gosh, the day's over, but what were some, um, and you guys don't have to share like on, on the podcast or all, but what were some things that you, you know, you felt like, Hey, this was the moment I walked away from. And it was like, I got it. Like, I, I understand what the purpose of this week was. So a big thing that we talked about throughout the week was abuse, mm-hmm. but I never really had any of that going on in my life. So I kind of started to think about like the deeper meaning. And I realized that like my friend group at school, is not good yeah and i feel like yeah they're not good with their words and at my school we have a culture of hate and that's i had a moment there where we were talking about verbal abuse that we have to change the culture of my school from hate to love but it's a big step yeah what about you uh yeah the i would say the defining moment for me where i realized that there needed to be change is in our small group we were talking and some girls in our group made a comment about how my group, and by my group I'm saying jocks, are not always nice to them. Mm-hmm. And I I understood what she was saying. I 
in my mind, it went straight to moments where I've seen my friends being mean and I've kind of just stayed back and I realized it does need to be changed, like Nick said. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's that, and that's no small task either, right? Like mm-hmm. you're basically, I, I think of it this way. Anytime you're trying to change something within a friend group or a culture, it's like trying to turn an ocean liner, right? Oh, yeah. Right. It's, it's yeah. like a s- slow, tough process. So, so what are some of the things that you guys walked away from me? Like, Hey, this is something I want to do different. This is something I want to do better. Uh, I definitely, there's some people I need to start talking to because I, I related to some people there, but before I came to communications camp, I, I don't think I ever talked to them. And I was like, these are good people, like, and they do need help. And just because they need help doesn't mean they're not a good person, and I need to check in on them and make them feel loved. Yeah, one thing that Andrew said, got to check up on people. Um, there's just, like, all these happy people there that you see at school, and you're just like, oh, yeah, they've got a good life. And then once you hear them sit down and start talking, you're like, you realize how long just like a – Hey, how you doing can go. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I know I was talking to senior uh, Mr. Jackson, and uh, he said, like, the masks. He, would talk, he talks about the masks over and over again. Like, the, we, we, mer- we wear these masks to cover how we really are, how we're really feeling. And a lot of times what that means is that people don't really get to see the real us. So would you guys say that, like, people really got to see the real you? Like, Yeah, I think that for the first time in a while I've cried like in front of people and that was like a real raw moment, like you said. And yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with Nick. When I, uh, I, there's big group, large group and I opened up in front of them and that's where I, I, I cried. And got me. Yeah. It was really afterwards, all my friends came up and hugged me and like, that was a raw moment. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And it, it, one of the things that I always try to tell people is you never know how people are going to respond when you're vulnerable, right? Because it's, it's a risk, right? Like if you, it's, it's kind of the, you know, the, the turtle mentality, right? Like you have a shell on your back, but as soon as you show, show somebody your chest, like you're exposing yourself to be like hurt and damaged by the people who know something that you've, you've shared, you've let them in. Right. And so it's easy for us to wear that shell on our back, but it's hard for us to, you know, to, to be at a place where we're vulnerable and we're, we're open to hurt, but it's good, right? Yeah, it was yeah. great, I think. Because like when you open up, what you realize is like everybody's all in the same ballpark. We all have all this hurt. We all have all this, this trauma, abuse, you know, neglect, all of these things, fears of rejection and abandonment. Like we, it just, it just flows through all of us. And so that moment, I think, and you guys can correct me if I'm wrong, but I think the moment where you have vulnerability is the moment where the people get to show up for you, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And I think that it's just hard to get to that point of vulnerability, like Mm -hmm. to open up to people like that. I think that's difficult, but communication camp did a really good job at that for me. And it gave you time because we had so many small groups like day after day. I think that we definitely had enough time to like gain confidence. Yeah, absolutely. I don't think that, Anyone there who opened up had a bad experience. Yeah, and it was uh, great with the uh, groups because I would never be vulnerable at school. I would never open up in front of the, some of those people mm-hmm. just because there's a time and a place where you're safe and communications camp was absolutely somewhere where when I before I opened up, I know I, they were all good people and no, I didn't know how it would go. Mm-hmm. After I opened up, the amount of love I felt, it was, a, it was amazing. Yeah, it was yeah. wonderful. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, so that I mean, that's so cool. 
I love that. So, like, as we're talking about it, as as we're talking about it, I know both of you guys. I it was cool because I I got to go for my first year, and I wasn't sure what to expect. And I felt like everybody there was super welcoming to me. Like I didn't, I never feel like I was an outsider. Like everybody made me feel like, yeah, I, I should be here too. Like yeah. as a leader. And um, one of the things I think that was cool about the experience is everybody kind of felt, everybody felt like they were safe. Yeah. Right. So, so talk about that. How did, how did that play into your experience? Like feeling safe, how did that help you maybe open up a little bit more like and share a little bit more? Well, I think that, like, usually, like, normally in our friend groups, that feeling of, like, being safe to say, like, whatever you want just isn't there. Because, mm-hmm. like, you feel like you're going to get ostracized maybe or, like, yeah. made fun of for whatever you say. But I feel like at communications camp, we had this rule of confidentiality and, like, what you said is your story and not anyone else's to share. So I feel like that made it really easy mm-hmm. to open up. Yeah. Uh, it, it was sad and happy, but feeling safe, it brought memories from a long time ago that were really sad but after getting them out i felt much better do you guys so i've always wondered like do you feel like do you feel like a lot of times adults minimalize like the problems that you guys experience absolutely absolutely yeah so like and and one of the things i noticed is like you guys were all with your peers and like the things that you guys shared there were so many things that were just so heavy and so real. And there are things that I feel like sometimes adults don't remember they they went through. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or they're through it so they don't remember what the process looked like. You get what I'm saying? Like, yeah. they're on the other end of it. They're all, uh, they're adults and, like, it's not a big deal to them anymore. But, like, how do you feel like that factors into, like, you opening up to adults? Like, have you, have you, do you guys have trouble, like, sharing with adults, hey, I'm feeling this way or I'm feeling that way? Yeah, I think that, like, a big, like, baseline for, like, supportive adults is parents, or that's, like, the norm. Yeah. But, yeah, I think it is difficult sometimes to open up to your parents just, like, in general. Like, there's just some things that you wouldn't say to your parents. But yeah. But I think that uh, we had a great community at Communications Camp and, like, people like Senior Jackson, you. Yeah. I think that, yeah, it was. Yeah. I know uh, because of friends that it's it can be hard to open up to their parents. Um, they've told me stuff, but... My parents are amazing. I feel confident I can open up mm-hmm. with them with everything I have. Mm-hmm. And so that's really beneficial for me. Yeah, absolutely. And I know, I mean, you know, I know it's, it, we were talking about this too. It's hard because sometimes there's things in your life you don't struggle with that maybe somebody else does. But be, just being there to listen, like that's, to me, I mean, I thought you guys, watching you guys, I thought you did a great job listening. I thought you did a great job being empathetic to the people that were around you. That's huge. We had a you know, senior calls it what pillow talk where we after afterwards yeah. in the rooms right, and I just think it's funny because we're all sitting there in a room and we're talking about all the stuff that we you know we want to get out of communication camp like what do we want to get out of communication camp, and uh, you know Nick I know you said like you want to be part of changing the culture right yeah. like changing the culture of from from hate to love so like if to any of your 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 peers out there that are listening what's like what do you want to tell them like what do you want to tell them i just think that we just need to be nicer we just need to be nicer to everyone in general to your friends especially like you sometimes with what you say you have to think about it and just be like should i say this to my friend yeah like this is a person that cares about me and loves me mm-hmm. is it really worth the laugh yeah yeah, I 100% agree with that. 
this goes for me and my friends that it's like you can't pick one person in the friend group to make fun of. Mm-hmm. It's all there. It is perfectly okay to joke around with your friends. Like that's the best part of my friend group mm-hmm. is we can all joke around without offending people. But we have some people mm-hmm. that just take it way too far, mm-hmm. and I still love them. The people they're joking with still love them, but it needs to be yeah. changed. Yeah. So like. How do you, you know, I know this is a, this is a loaded question, but like, how do you lead that change? How do you lead that change in your schools? Well, I feel like I've already began to try. I mm-hmm. brought it back to a couple of my friends, some people that like I didn't think that I was going to tell it to. Mm-hmm. And I think that they took it pretty well. Yeah. And I think that we're on a good path. But if we want to build this winning culture where we all love each other, mm-hmm. no matter what, and we're always going to be there for each other. Some of these things that get said to each other just can't happen. Oh, yeah. Uh, as soon as I got back from communications camp, I started making FaceTimes and to people that I, like I said earlier, have picked them out and joked around with them, and I feel I've crossed the line. And I basically, all I could do is apologize, and um, that's basically what I feel we have to do until everybody's set to level grounds, and then we need to get better. Yeah. One, one of the things I think, I think maybe even it was, it was you, one of you said this when we were in our large group, right? That like people already had a, people already had an, a, a preconceived understanding of who you were. And like a lot of that was not fair, right? Like, because a lot of times what happens is people have a preconceived notion because you hang out with a certain group of people without actually knowing you individually. Right. Yeah. So I, that was me who said that about how like, you just get labeled no matter who you hang out with, you yeah. get labeled like mm-hmm. into that group. Like there's like three or four guys who are just yeah. mean to everyone. And if you hang out with them, you're with them. Yeah, exactly. And I think that that's just not fair on both sides. Yeah. So like why I'm in that yeah. group. Why? Yeah. And especially, you know, it's cool because you get to see like just the same way that you get labeled. Sometimes there's pre preconceived now, like understandings of other people too. Right. Like, mm-hmm. because it's like, it, it does go both ways. Sometimes it's like, Hey, I thought you were this way because of the people you spent time with, which is true. I mean, that's, that's our normal natural assumption, right? Like you spend a certain amount of time with a group of people. You think like, yeah, you probably can be like them. But when you find out the reality, right. And you realize like this person's not so different than me. And then they realize, like, this person is not different from me at all. You know, it that's what builds the bonds of friendship, I think. You know? yeah. I think that, like, even I can attest to this, that, like, you we group people together without even trying to. Mm-hmm. And, like, sometimes in your own head you don't see a problem with it until you, like, think about it. You're like, yep. yeah, probably. Yeah. That's, that's what I hate is being labeled a jock because I don't think of jock as an athlete. I think of jock as a jerk. Mm-hmm. And uh, then there's the label for band nerds. And I don't mm-hmm. think that's fair either because – Band is something you love. Mm-hmm. That's just like a sport, something you love, and you do it. You should not be labeled for it because mm-hmm. band nerd, it doesn't sound like something nice. Yeah, exactly. Agreed. So so I, I love that. I think, I think I, I'm excited because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be with you, like shoulder, shoulder to shoulder, and we're going we're gonna to figure out how to fix this culture together, right? And I know Coach Zab, Coach Zab might be listening, right? Like I know he agrees. Like, mm-hmm. you know, the football coach, Coach Zab, is, is I know he's uh, – He's excited to see what you guys can do on and off the field. And I, I, I'm, I'm excited for that too. Um, one of the things I would say is like, as you're moving forward, if you're, if you're a student and you're listening to this, just remember, reach across the aisle to somebody that doesn't look like you, act like you, or spend time in the friend group you spend time with, and you will be amazed at what their story does to your heart. I agree. Right? Mm-hmm. 
I agree. Right. So, and I, I, I think that was the, I, if, if I could have picked a theme for the whole weekend, right, it would have been that. Like, we're all pretty much in the same boat. None of us know what we're doing. We're all trying to figure it out together, and we all got a bunch of hurt, and we all got to work, work through it together, right? Mm-hmm. I think that sense. the biggest thing I took away was you can't just bottle up your emotions and put them away. Exactly. I think that it's very important to feel all of your emotions and, like, express them. Yeah. You can't, especially as a guy. I think that you need to find these couple people that you could tell these things to. And like, it's good to just talk. Sometimes you can't just keep it away from everyone. Yeah. I mean, I know, I know senior and I were talking today about specifically planning some kind of guys weekend where we can all just get away, you know, where, where it's like, Hey, we can go and just go out camping, have a good time. And like, just, just be vulnerable and raw, you know, cause that's, that's tough, right? As guys, I remember I'm like, my dad was great. I, I, I adore my dad and my dad did a great job of, of making sure that my brother and I knew it was okay to share like our emotions and how we were feeling. But it was also, my dad was a manly man, like tough, you know, like, so it was like, he would tell us like, it's okay to cry sometimes, you know, like really gruff. So it was like such an oxymoron, like Mark knows him, like big T, big T's a man's man. But so like, he always, he always made it really like a healthy place for us to share and talk about how we were feeling, like what was going on. But I also remember going to school and trying to bring that to my friends and just getting called terrible names. Like, yeah, that's kind of like the exact problem yeah, that we have. Like, yeah. It's just so hard to start the change because as soon as it gets brought up, it's just like, nah. Yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Oh, we're, we're, I'm not about that life. Yeah. You know, like, you know, <laughs> yeah. it's like as soon as you say it. So it's like, it it, it does. I remember I remember my dad telling me, like, it's strength in numbers. You got to surround yourself with the people that are on the same page with you about changing that culture, about moving that, you know, it's kind of like moving the chains, right? Like where the goal, the, the, the touchdown, right? The end zone for yeah. this discussion is moving from a place of prejudgment to a place of openness and belonging and acceptance, at, you know, at school. And so how do you move those chains? Like living it out, um, you know, linking arms with people that aren't like you. And like, I, I would say this, like, I know y'all are out of school right now, so I hope that gets resolved soon. You know, <laughs> I don't. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> neither do I. You're like, I don't want to go back to school. But like, you know, when you guys go back to school, maybe don't sit at the same lunch table you do, right? Like, maybe go and sit with that friend group that you saw at communications camp that you're like, man, we're really different. But hey, do you care if I sit with you this week? Yeah. Is it going to be awkward and weird the first time? Yeah. But you know what? You start setting that culture. You start setting that bar up there. People are going to follow suit because they're going to look to you guys because you're different and you're going to live differently and they're going to want to know why. Yeah. I know to, to make the change at our school, um, it's going to start in small numbers and it's going to have to grow because if I was to try and talk with my lunch table, there would probably be a few guys that I'm like, this is going to be a serious talk and if you're not going to be serious, can you step out? Mm-hmm. And I, it is a good number of people to get started, but it's, it's definitely going to take some work. Remember, all it takes is a spark to start a wildfire. That's it. All it takes is a spark. And you guys, you guys, it's cool because just talking to you both, you can tell you're passionate. Mm-hmm. You're excited. Like you're, 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 you're ready to go out and change the world. And honestly, that's contagious. Like that excitement, that passion is contagious. And it's hard. Like people are going to, people are going to mock because they don't, they don't understand. Right. And they're going to, they're going to poke fun at it. They're going to, they're going to try and put chinks in your armor so that you, you know, you, you, you feel like you're down, but keep that passion, keep that excitement and stick together mm-hmm. so that when it comes down to it, you, you know that you got people who have your back and you're doing the right thing. Yeah. It's exciting. Uh, I know 
for me, it's not as great. But for Nick, he has so many people that look up to him. And this is older kids, younger kids. For me, I'm kind of, I try, I haven't been the best in my past. Mm. So I feel like I'm really, these last two years, trying to change myself before I help change others. Mm. But Nick's got such a positive impact on me and so many people. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you very much. You can tell, you guys, you guys both have great influence. I, I always tell people, like, never underestimate the amount of influence you have in the people around you. Like, you would be amazed. Like, you would just be absolutely amazed. So, so congrats, guys. I was, uh, thank you. I was so honored to go to communication camp. I'm, I'm planning on going next year, too. Oh, I'm planning go. on not going anywhere. I talked to Senior today. Senior's like, you can keep coming back. I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm there. So... <laughs> I'm excited, and uh, I think there's some really cool things on the horizon for Columbia Central High School with you two bright young leaders, and I'm excited to see, you know, for me as a pastor, you know, I'm excited to see God move in the schools, right, like, and change the culture from one that is loving and kind, or from one that's, you know, angry and hateful to one that's loving and kind, and I think you guys are the guys to do it. So band together, stay strong. I think that's I think that's a mm-hmm. good word. So thank you. You guys have any other closing thoughts? Any anything you want? Any shout outs you want to have? Any shout outs to your boys that went to communication camp? Shout out my brother Cody. That's it. <laughs> uh, no shout outs. I don't know if he's listening, but I want to say something for Zabo because he wrote something on my mirror that he doesn't. I don't even know if he knows he wrote it, but he said. He listed a bunch of really nice attributes about me, and then at the end he said, can cause change. And that was huge for me. That's awesome. Reading that was just, it was impactful. Absolutely. So, thank you, Zabs. Well, cool. Well, I believe in you guys. I'm excited. So this has been another episode of the LodgeCast. We're really excited you tuned in. And uh, if you haven't, make sure that you go follow us on TikTok at Hoddle Strongest and Instagram Lodge students for all upcoming information. You can also find us on hotlstrong.com. That's H-O-T-L strong.com. And you can listen to this podcast wherever podcasts are streamed. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, and more. Until next time, we're out there trying to hit it till everybody knows. Peace.